boys. Welcome back. It's episode 110 of the Booth Review. It has been a fat fucking minute since we've done a podcast. I'm joined today, as always, by Mr. Brendan Willett. Willett, how are you doing today? Um, I'm all right. My girlfriend has a concussion, and I don't. That's fun. Which is like, it's like being sober and taking care of a drunk person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing that you find out with uh, with concussions is that you get drunk very quickly. Um, even like even when you're not like if you drink. No, I'm serious. If you have a concussion and you drink, you get drunk faster. That's not where I was like, going with that. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying because you brought up like it's like being sober and taking care of a drunk person. Like if you drink while you have a concussion, you will get like like every drink you have is like having two and a half drinks. It's insane. Uh, it's just oh, weird how it yeah. like messes you up. No, I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, she's not drinking on the concussion. Like, I don't think that's yeah, advised I made, by I anybody. Made I made that mistake in the fall. How do you make that mistake? <laughs> like it's because I had never sense. been in a situation when I had a concussion where I would be drinking, and then sure, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, never had to think about it. But that's what I've been doing pretty much all week. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm good. Uh, I have now become sensitive to light myself because we've been in a dark cave since Wednesday. Yes. Uh, but I'm good. Uh, the Bruins are back in the playoffs. It's my favorite time of year. And, um, yeah, everybody made fun of me for going to school in North Carolina, but look who's fucking laughing. Now the Bruins are playing a playoff series in North Carolina and none of you fucks can go. So I'll see you Monday night, bitches. You go. This is true. Next question. All right. Wait, next why, question wouldn't is, why wouldn't I be going? As we hear Where the, else would I be going? The question. I was just curious. Dude. Where else as would I be going? Guest appearance today on the booth review. Michael Lynch is not really a guest. Michael. Well, I, well, like, no, I know you're saying. Right, but, but Michael's like normally on. What, what do you guys still just, do up all night? Is that still? Thing? Have a, it's coming back. Sometime. It is coming back this summer, actually. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, we agreed on that. Okay, but yeah, I'm here. Love to hear. What do you hear? I'm here. I make it. How I make it. Things? things are good. Things are rolling. You know, last three weeks of senior year coming up. I'm excited. Uh, you know, senior slides not fully here yet, but it's coming. Senioritis is definitely in, but I'm still trying to keep them keep on the grades. But I'm really excited to you know be back on the pod with the boys. Yeah, nah, Seth, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing really well. I actually, I so I've I've acquired two new golf clubs Damn. recently in in the past hour. Um, I was walking earlier and <laughs> no, I jumped a guy. <laughs> and there were a bunch of golf walking? clubs just like down Bay State Road where I live. Um, I was going to hang out with people for like an hour or so. And I walked by and there's a bunch of irons and a putter on top of like a nightstand or like a it was like a very small like table thing, right? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if those are free. Cause like there was a carpet on the other side of the sidewalk that said free on it. And so I was like, oh, you know, maybe those are free. And I was like, you know what? Like, you know, maybe someone's moving out. I'll leave them for now. But if I come back later and they're still there, I'll grab them, right? And so I walk over and I saw the putter and I was like, I don't need a putter. But I was like, I thought it like looked nice. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll grab a putter. Who couldn't use an extra putter, you know, right? Like it's putter. But then the thing that I grabbed that's actually potentially going to be helpful is a five iron because I don't think I have a five iron. I'm pretty sure my irons are six through nine. 
and I've got like a five hybrid or wood or something. I think it's a five hybrid. Um, but yeah, so now I have a five iron to add to my Ask golf any golfer on the PGA tour. And they'll all tell you that they, they got their go-to clubs. They're all reliables walking down the street and just finding them on the side of the road. They'll well, maybe then this will be the key to becoming a less entirely shitty golfer. Hopefully breaking 120 this summer. That's the goal. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Dude, I, I like how like random 80. you are. Yeah, that's so random. <laughs> Can I just point that out? That we're like, it was like, oh, how, how am I doing? Like, And I gave you an update on my week. And like Lynch <laughs> gave you an update on his week. And then Seth was like, I have two new golf clubs. It's like, yeah, fucking get out. Fucking rights, it. dude. <laughs> fucking rights. <laughs> Love to see. Yeah, it's awesome. It's good. It's a little boost at the end of the day. It's been a long day. I'm tired, and I've got new golf clubs that I can be excited to use in the next Perfect. week and a half. That's always. I'm ready to be home and play perk. golf. I just need the people that Same. I would play golf with home. Can I just say that? Like, I've been playing golf down here a little bit. The courses suck down here. I was like, it's nothing like the courses we film TBR tour events at. But I would just like to say that I've been catching some flack for my golf game recently. Which, like, if you're a fan of this podcast and you watch the videos, then you know, like, I'm no fucking hack on the golf course. Five handicap, how are you? But people don't think that I'm a five handicap. Like, down there? Who, who's who's down better there. at golf? You or, you or Carp? Oh, Carp's way better than me. That's not a question. He's, like, a scratch golfer. Is he Pretty really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's yeah. not a question. But, like, if you put me against Ferrula, I've, just, I'm I've a never played around with him that he was playing seriously. Like that's the he, thing. He, yeah. he's always definitively like better than us because you know, it's usually me, him, and then it'll be like Coop and Vito, right? Like that's usually yeah. the four that we play with. And so like he actually plays, right? Like he, you know, he's hitting and he's doing his best to like, you know, do whatever he can on every hole, right? But he's not like he's never locked in, you know. I've never actually right. seen him locked in playing golf. No, when he's on and, and I don't think any of us have seen him a hundred percent locked in. Um, but even when he's 75% of the way there, he's, he's better than me on any day. Um, That's crazy. So why don't people, people think I'm, you're good down there? No, people I'm playing with down here don't believe that I'm a five handicap. First of all, when you play, have you not been play, performing or is it just like, I haven't, okay, so I haven't been at the best of my, no, I haven't been okay. like top notch middle of the summer. Brendan will let stripe in every drive. Like, no, but I'm also not like a hack out here, like a 20 plus handicap, you know, like I'm playing good golf. Um, but yeah, like when you're a lefty, you play it. You've all seen it. I play a little bit of a fade. Sometimes it's like a super fade, but it ends up in the fairway anyway. Um, but we've been playing match play for the most part. So like you don't focus on your individual score when you're playing match play. You're just focused on beating the other guys. Right. right hole by hole. So like hole by hole. So like I don't give a fuck what I'm shooting as long as I'm winning in match play. But like. I don't know. I've been catching some flack for my handicap, but it's like my handicap is my handicap. If I go out and shoot an 85, I'm putting it in the gin. If I go out and shoot a 75, I'm putting it in the gin. Like I put all my also, scores in and I'm a five. So the thing with that too, is like, even like people give you flack for your handicap, but like, it'd be different if you were saying you were like a 15 handicap, right? Cause like, if you're saying that you're a five and you're playing worse than that, like, why are you complaining? Like if I'm right. playing against you and you're saying I'm a five handicap and you're playing more like a 10, I'm not going to say anything. Right, I'll you're take the extra strokes. strokes. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it is what it is, but I just, I don't know. This is usually my place where I just talk shit. So I just wanted to say that if we're on the topic of golf, like 
fuck everybody. I'm a five handicap. Like, just is what it is. Who won the TBR Masters last year? Exactly. Well, it's just because I wasn't participating. It's because it was two people who participated. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want it. Yeah, the, the, the last round of golf that I played that I counted every stroke, I think I shot like a 147, and I was proud that I broke 150. Nice. <laughs> That's the way to go. But yeah, yeah I just, I'm so inconsistent with my drive and I can't hit most of my irons for shit. Like I can that's hit a nine. Okay. But like everything else, that's an iron that isn't a wedge. I'm fucked with. I can't hit my woods. I can't hit my hybrids. Like, you know what, you know what golf is <clears throat> like literally everything that I can't play. <laughs> sure. But also golf is the official game of hockey players who have been eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. And this that is, is a true. Fucking Good segue. Epic transition into the episode. You're fucking welcome. Thank you, Brendan. Welcome, yeah. Michael. So, as previewed so wonderfully by Brendan, we are going to be going over our Stanley Cup playoffs 2022 brackets. Um, we have the bracket challenge going for TBR, just like we did our March Madness bracket group. Um, so the link is in our Instagram bio. Make sure to go and join that. Put in There's your no bracket. prize. There's no prize. There, there's no prize for this one, but there is bragging <laughs> rights. So that's important. Um, who ended up winning the March Madness? Someone named Beck, and he and I have been in communication about mailing him the ps5 he lives in like minnesota none of us no know shit. him personally um but yeah i was thinking about that a cool kid. he is a very like, cool kid yeah we um we chat sometimes over text so yeah but there's no prize for this one someone just like a fan of tbr a follower um who actually goes to same university that i do texted me and was like hey it'd be cool if tbr did a bracket challenge and i was like sure yeah we'll do one um, I'm not going to be like, yeah, we're giving away a house, but, um, yeah, like we'll do one if you want to join it. I don't really care how many people join it or not. It'll just be, doesn't just have to be the three idiots, but it will be if, if we need it to be, but yeah, join it if you want to or not. I don't care. Fair enough. All right. So I am going to structure this this way. We're going to go Western conference first and then Eastern conference, and then we'll discuss our Stanley cup champions in our matchups. So first matchup, I'm just going to go top down Colorado as the number one seed in the Western conference. Um, the number one seed, obviously in the central bracket playing Nashville, who's the second wild card. Um, I'm taking Colorado very easily in that. And I'll take Colorado in five, if I can figure out how to select yeah, you, the number you of got, games. You, you got to do the, the entire end. side first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. it's weird this year. That's you do the so whole side weird. and then you do the games, which makes no I sense. I don't like that but... at all. I don't like that at all. Where? You're taking Colorado in five. Colorado in five. I, I never like to take face. a sweep in the in the playoffs. Like, it's just... That's fair. Like, NHL playoffs, I feel like they're different from... Mm-hmm. All the other ones like you don't see the sweeps yeah like as often i'm gonna agree with you seth i'm gonna go colorado in five here and one of my biggest reasons uh colorado is one one and two against nashville this year in like the regular season so it's like clear that nashville can kind of stick around with colorado but i really don't think they have the longevity and like the strength to go along in the series nashville or 
Colorado is just simply a much better team. So you put them in a playoff atmosphere. I know their top guys like Ranton and McKinnon are both kind of like like Nashville. Yeah, I got Colorado in five. Yeah, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I agree with both of you. I have Colorado yeah. in five in my bracket. Um, mm-hmm. It's tough for me to give a sweep because I do think that the Predators can snap off a win in this series. That's how Colorado. I, I just I just feel like they're just so good that yeah, it's not it's too early to talk about them being upset yet. Um, later on, once we get to the end of the bracket, I'll give you my take on this team as a whole, yeah. um, and where I think they're going to end up. But in this series, I like them in five games. They, they, they have sweeping capabilities easily. They are, they're one of the best hockey teams in the league. Um, 100%. but yeah, and I'll say this too. They've been knocking on the doorstep for the past couple of years and they're yeah. right back where everybody expected them to be. So like good for mm-hmm. them. Cause sometimes teams like that tend to fall off when there's so much expectation on them at such a young age. Like they are a young team. They're one of the youngest, best teams. Um, I'd say aside from maybe like a Florida too, which is like very young yeah. team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're right it's back just, where we all expected them to be. So, right. It's crazy to me how young they are, but also how experienced they are. Right. Like right. you have guys like Landis Gog and McKinnon who like are still in their twenties, but they've been on, I mean, so many playoff runs now. And they've um, just been in this league for longer than you think they have. Because they right, came exactly. in at 18. I mean, they came exactly. in like that's when they were already they drafted yeah. at that, that young of an age at that high. It's insane. Yeah. Which like I always forget every once in a while, I'm like, like someone's like, yeah, Landis Gog's only like 29 or whatever yeah. it is. Right. And yeah. I'm like, like no fucking chance. I remember playing with this dude in like NCAA or <laughs> NHL 14 or whatever, no, NHL right. 11, whatever. Like when I was in middle school, I, I had a Gabriel Landeskog so Avalanche jersey. I used to play in a mini hockey league back in the day, MHL, not a big deal. Um, and I was the Avalanche. I was actually the um, I was the Pittsburgh Avalanche. We used to combine cities and teams. So <laughs> I had a <laughs> Landeskog jersey when I was like. 11 probably like it was it's one crazy. of his first years in the league and i just liked him because he was like swedish um i used to have this weird thing with like swedish people um swedish louis, <laughs> louis erickson dude yeah. fucking louis erickson <laughs> Unbelievable. So, yeah i like i mean and now we're here like 10 years later and like he's still so he's not even 30 yet that's great yeah. Yeah. so yeah colorado i like them in this series all right next matchup yeah. minnesota as the two against St. Louis as the three. Um, I think these two teams are incredibly evenly matched. I mean, on the season, Minnesota 111 points, the Blues 109. So clearly from a result standpoint, they've been very close. They're within 0.05 goals per game, uh, scoring a little bit of a difference as far as goals against. Um, And they're... um, Special teams are a lot better for St. Louis than Minnesota, but I'm going to go with Minnesota here just on the experience factor. If I'm looking at two teams and I think that they're really close, um, I'm always going to go with which goaltending matchup I trust the most. And I trust Mark Andre Fleury a hell of a lot more than I trust a young guy in Bill Huso. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his name, but um yeah, the I just feel like I trust the goaltending a little bit more on Minnesota than I do yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. So I agree with your so that I think this is the best series in the first round. It's the most I agree. match. I think it's gonna be hogfight for whoever comes out on top. This was easily my hardest one for me to choose. 
but like kind of with the direction you're going in Seth, I wanted to look at like experience and I still see St. Louis with their core guys as an extremely experienced team. Like they've been in the playoffs. Obviously we know they won, yeah. like they know how to like battle and win these kind of games. And I agree with your, like your point on like Huto because like obviously Flurry is an established goaltender, one of the best ever. But Huso has like a he's just been a stunt for them this year. No, he's been unbelievable, right? Yeah. I mean, so and, and St. Louis, they they swept the season series, and those have all been really, really good games. They've all been close. I think two overtime games, and then the one on uh, New Year's Day was like two goal game. But like that was probably not that. But yeah, I got St. Louis in seven. But mean like mainly kind of with your point, I just think that their experience up front and on their decor is going to help them like just grind out the series more. I see guys yeah. like. Kaprizov and like Fiala, they're gonna get they're gonna get worn down playing yeah. against a tough team. Like that's that's just why I see. It. I would love to see Kaprizov go off on the lot. I'm gonna go St. Louis and St. Louis. See, I've heard people saying what Lynch said about this being the best series. I think that this. I agree that on paper these two teams are almost identical. Like you cannot. Yeah. You cannot sift between these two teams. They're the most evenly matched. Um, I don't think it's going to produce the best series. I think it's going to be, I mean, depending on how you view best series, I think it's going to be low scoring defensive battles because mm. these two teams are going to neutralize each other out. That's just how the game works. 100%. Um, but I agree with what Lynch said. I'm going to back experience here. I'm going St. Louis in six. Mm. Um, this is a team that won the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago uh, and has kept a, a pretty core group of guys on that team and made some key additions um, in some other areas too. The main one for me being Tory Krug, um, yeah. people underestimate how valuable he is to a team until he leaves a team like Boston. And then you're like, Oh shit. Like we we're missing our guy on the power play. Like we're missing that, that X factor, which I think he brings. Um, he's such a Boston guy to me and it sucks that he's not playing for the Bruins anymore, but I mean, he's a difference maker. He's been in playoff series since 2014, pretty or 2013, whatever the lockout year was against the Rangers when he made his like rookie debut in the playoffs. And he's been in playoffs pretty much every year since. Um, you have a veteran guy like that on the back end mixed with a guy like Ryan O'Reilly, who was like the perfect player, yeah. Enforcer yeah. slash skill slash all around player. Yeah. He reminds me of Bergeron in every sense. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to back experience. Their only issue is goaltending. Um, they're just, I mean, and it's not even an issue, but like it is, you know, just when you're stacking them up against Flurry, who mm -hmm. so just doesn't compare to Marc-Andre Flurry. Marc-Andre Flurry is just the better, more experienced playoff goaltender. But yeah. I'm going with experience um, across the board. I think St. Louis wins this one in six. Minnesota just has not been there enough. So give me the blues. Yeah. Fair enough. I have Minnesota in six by the way i don't think i ever said how many games um all right moving into the pacific uh first matchup in the pacific we have calgary uh as the one against dallas as the first wild card um this one's a weird one for me um just because like i feel like calgary has struggled a lot over the past few years. Um, and so it's weird for me to look at them and be like, yeah, they're a one seed and they should win this matchup. Um, to me, Dallas is going to be sneaky good. Um, but I don't know how much 
Like, I don't know much about the goaltending for either one of these teams, um, but there's a pretty stark difference between the scoring. Calgary certainly a much more high-powered offense um, at full strength. Um, and so just for that reason, I'm taking Calgary. I think they win this in six. Yeah. So this was, for me, one of the easier series. I hear a point about goaltending. Jacob Marks, Markstrom is the Calgary goalie. He's one of the best goalies in the league. Uh, 2.22 goals against average, and I think he has a 9.22 save percentage. So, like, he's been a stud all year for them. And, like, their goal scoring, like, Johnny Gaudreau and Mac Chuck both had, like, sneaky and silent 100-plus point seasons. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, people, like, when I saw Johnny Gaudreau hit 100, I was like, what? I, I You know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. But my only thing with Dallas is they've been playing basically playoff style games this entire past, like I would say, basically down the home stretch because they were fighting to get that uh, that wild card spot, and that's really the only thing that I think will at least get them one win. They're goaltending; they have Ottinger and someone else, not very good. So I got Calgary in five because I think that Dallas will be able to battle one out over for like a really like you know offensive heavy team. That's and granted, Markton just there, but I think it'll be. Calgary in five. And they also won the season series. I think it's awful. Um, I might be way off here, but I just don't buy into this Calgary team. I don't know why. I just don't. Yeah, um, I, I agree with Seth. I think Dallas is going to be sneaky good. I mean, they've been here before. They're in the Stanley Cup final two years ago. Um, they're a good team at their core. Um, yeah, on paper, they're just not the better team. And it's easy to pick Calgary in this one. And yeah, Calgary is probably going to end up winning it. But um, I just, I just have a gut feeling that Dallas is going to keep this one close. Um, So I'm going to say Dallas in seven. Uh, I just think it's too easy for Calgary and I don't have any other better reason why, but I'm just going to take a stab on Dallas. And that's that's never, whenever you hear someone say they're going to take a stab on somebody, don't listen to them. So like I Lynch gave a million better reasons why Calgary is going to win this series. So I'm just, I'm just here taking a stab on Dallas because I like being that guy. So give me the stars. And I completely understand why you would take a stab on that. Like Dallas is the team that you should take a stab on, but the problem with them is for me, I think I saw a stat somewhere, but like their, their top three goal scorers combined have like over 50% or over like 60%. I might be getting this fact wrong of their goals this year. All you need yeah. to do is shut down three guys. That's probably one line. I bet they're on the yeah. same line. Probably Pavelski, Robertson, like hints. And yeah. Calgary can do that. Their goaltending is going to be fine. Like, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. No. I mean, so, and, and again, like I saw Dallas play live this year. I went to a Carolina Hurricanes yeah. game when they played against the Stars. And like, I mean, they won in a shootout, but like it wasn't pretty hockey. And at that point, I don't even think, I don't even think Dallas was supposed to be in the playoff picture. So I was like, yeah. oh, this sucks. Um, but they're yeah. here and Hey, I don't think anybody thought in 2020, they were going to get to the Stanley cup final. And granted you can wash that here. year away because of what it was, but, but Hey, like they did it. Um, and I, I just yeah. think they have that upset factor. And again, I'm taking a stab on them here. So like, don't back me, but that's just, I'm just, I'm just not even taking stabs, you know? So I'll say stars. Is it. Why not? It's the Western conference. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last matchup in the first round for the Western Conference. Edmonton against the Kings. This series, to me, is just like 
oh, I hate it because the Kings don't score goals at the same pace as a lot of the other teams in the playoffs. But I feel like Edmonton chokes every year in the playoffs. Like we just constantly see them get to a point where they just fall apart somehow. Um, and a lot of that has to do with goaltending. Um, and you just feel bad for McDavid and um, Dreisaitl because both yeah. those dudes are putting up a hundred points every single year. They're playing out of their minds. They're two of the best centers in the game. And they just fucking they're out second round, like almost every year. They made it to the conference finals that one year and then they lost to who like San Jose or something. Um, but yeah, so it's just I'm taking LA in this um series. I'm gonna take LA in seven. Um and I'm I I just I feel like the Edmonton's just gonna fall apart. Yeah. So my thing is, I got Edmonton six. I agree, not a fun series at all, other than the fact that McDavid and Drysdale are on the ice. When you have, I think, the first and the fourth leader in points in the league, it's kind of hard to, for at least for me, to go against that. Uh, I agree with your point. They do find a way to choke every year. But I, 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 as a hockey fan, really, really hope that's coming to an end, and I think this is the year. I think the Kings are a team that they can beat. And I think Mike Smith right now – if he plays in that, which I think he probably going to start. And also, I don't know if you guys like you know, you see that, that young kid, his name's like Ben. Uh, he's been like hanging around the Edmonton kid. I think he has cancer, but he's like this young kid. And he's like all the games that he's attended Edmonton hasn't, they haven't lost yet. So like nine really? and zero with that kid. He's like that girl with the blues in 2019. Yeah. He's like, his name's like Ben, like still there or something like that. He's, he's adorable, but like, no, I'm banking on that. But either way, based off of just like Edmonton, I think I want to say I'm, I'm assuming they took the series. Yeah, they had the series three to one this year against the Kings. And I don't know. I feel like Mike Smith's on a roll right now, and you got two of the top point getters in the league. You got to go with Edmonton. I got Edmonton and six. I'm going to take a series sweep here. I'm saying Oilers and four. Um, I think the Kings are frauds. But I think the Oilers are frauds too. Um, <laughs> you just think they're less frauds than the Kings. But are. I think against the Kings, the Oilers just match up way better, mm. um, purely based on offense. Just purely based on offense. I just yeah. think that they're going to outscore them. I, I don't think any. I think the Oilers cover the spread in every game, and the Oilers have fucked me over betting this year. But I think they win by at least two in every game. They're going to sweep the Kings, um, and and. Hey, I don't care, but that's just how I see it. So I got that. Oilers and four. All right. Fair enough. Moving on to the second round. So my first second round matchup is Colorado against Minnesota. Uh, pretty easy pick here. Colorado's going to win that one. I think they probably, I mean, it doesn't matter for the bracket. I think they probably win that one uh, in six. I think they'll definitely drop a game or two there just on the strength of um, Flurry's goaltending. He'll put in, you know, two games where he's just unbelievable. I mean, he's going to be good for the whole series, but he, I feel like he gets two where he's just so unbelievable that that Colorado just can't win those games. And so I feel like they can get two there. Yes. So in mine, I got Colorado and five over St. Louis. Um, it's been a pretty evenly matched year for both of them when they play against each other. But no matter South, I feel like Colorado is just a better team. Um, it'll be interesting to see 
how their goaltending, because I, I think they're totally different. They're two totally different teams. You got a high scoring, high flashy team like Colorado. And then, I mean, when I think St. Louis, I don't think of a flashy, I think of a pretty pretty team. So I'll be interested to see how those two go against each other. But I think Colorado is just so dominant and they're going to be able to manage of like the weaknesses that St. Louis. So Colorado in five for me. Uh, yeah, so Colorado, St. Louis, second round. I actually think this would be a coin toss of a series. I think I see it going six or seven, most likely seven. Because um, you got to remember, too, I mean, regular season stats matter a lot in terms yep. of, you know, just how you're matching these two teams up, how they've played against each other in the regular season. But especially when you get down to those later rounds, unless it's a really fluke situation, you have a lot of neutralization going on. These teams are going to battle back and forth. Um you know, home ice advantage matters a lot more in the playoffs than it does in the regular season. It's just a fact that attendance goes up in the playoffs. Um, and these are two teams that have electric hockey environments. So I actually think this would be a really good series. I hope we get it because I think it would be entertaining as fuck. Um, I, I'm i going to take Colorado in seven, but I could see St. Louis winning this game again, backing experience. They just have, even though this Colorado team has a lot of experience, St. Louis just has more recent playoff experience than Colorado in terms of winning the Stanley Cup three years yeah. ago. Wow, well, it was three years ago. Um, so, yeah, Colorado in seven in that series. All right. So, second matchup of the second round in the Western Conference. I have Calgary and the Kings. You guys both have Calgary and Edmonton. I've got Calgary in five in this one. Um, if I had Edmonton in this, I would be really tempted to take Edmonton to win the series. Um, but since I have the Kings, I'm taking Calgary. Yeah, I think this is going to be an awesome series to watch. You got the Battle of Alberta in the playoff atmosphere. I feel like we've seen it before in recent years. I don't have that like fact or back me up, but I am fully and wholeheartedly on the Calgary bandwagon. So I'm taking Calgary in seven. I don't think they're a fraud team. I really, really like watching them play. Um, it's been a super even year for both these teams when they play against each other. And I know you said like in-season stats don't really matter. And I agree with that. Playoffs are totally different. Totally. But I'm just doing this task I want to talk about. Uh, right. Um, no, I'm not saying that's a discredit. Oh, 100%. Because they matter. I knew, I knew yeah. that wasn't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, I think I have their first two. It was, they went two and two each team this year, both two losses to him. Um, but Calgary won their last two games that they play against Edmonton and that's kind of when they've been on that roll and same so is Edmonton Edmonton's kind of been rolling so I'm going to go with Calgary in seven I think this is going to be an absolute bloodbath these teams hate each other like so much for some reason granted same problem I get that but I think it'll be a really fun series to watch it's going to be I'm interested to see if it's going to be high scoring because I think it's three out of the top four point scorers in the league this year or in this series, and that's going to be insane to watch. So I hope it's high scoring. I like high scoring hockey, but at the same time, it's nice to see team play. They're down, and there's going to be a shit ton of fights in the series. I'd put money on that. So, yeah, I got Calgary. just fired up for that series. <laughs> Dude, I, I want to see it so bad, like so bad. Um, so, yeah, in my hypothetical, I have the Dallas Stars playing against the Edmonton Oilers in this series. Um, I'm taking Edmonton. In that yeah. hypothetical, I mean, that probably maybe changes if it's Calgary and Edmonton, because I think Edmonton's a fraud team. But 
for the sake of my hypothetical stab bracket that I'm going with right now in the Western Conference, uh, I'm going to take the Oilers in that particular series. Again, I think the Oilers are a fraud team, but it's just you can't not take them in that spot uh, just because of their high-flying offense. So I'll take Edmonton there um, in not seven. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, all right, so Western Conference. Yes. So my, my this the, we were talking about how like we think all think I think we all can agree that Evans is like a fraud team when they have been. Yeah. Eight was looking this up. Their third leader in points has fifty four points. Yeah, 54. they just don't have depth. It's they're so like the they're so top, from, heavy. top heavy. Yeah. Like twenty eighteen. Remember in twenty eighteen in the playoffs, they ended. I think they lost to Tampa in the second round. They literally the didn't win a game when either. Bergeron, Martian, yeah. or Pasta didn't have a goal. Yeah. Yeah, but then, like, you could play devil's advocate to that and say that, like, the next year, the top six didn't score at all in the playoffs, and it yeah. was all the bottom six. Like, yeah. Right. I'm just saying, like, uh, this yeah, team no, no. is like no, I know, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you, uh, yeah, no, I get Yes, it is exactly like that Bruins team, and you can't win in the playoffs if – you only have a couple guys that are producing, but then like yeah. at the same time, Toronto come playoff time. I think Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner in 2019 in the regular season torched the Bruins yeah. and combined for what one point in the 2019 series I that went so. seven yeah. games, one you point can, between the two of them. You can get to a cup on the strength of just the your depth line. guys, but exactly. you cannot win a cup without your top line producing. No. It just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, right. I agree with that. I just wanted to point that out. I think that is absurd. Yes, no, and that's why I think that we all see them as a fraud team is because yeah. I can't name another oiler other than Dreisaitl and McDavid. Yeah, fair. I can't. Is, uh, I, like, I know is I'm the Nuge like still there? The Nuge is still there. He is? The is still there. Oh, yeah, but he's, he's like probably going to be my guy. <laughs> he's probably and kicking my, with like 40 um, points. That's my favorite Jewish hockey player, Zach Hyman. Is there. Yeah, Zach Hyman is the guy with 54. When did he get to the Oilers? He Black signed him free agency this year. They signed him to a ridiculous contract. Like he he produces, but they signed him to way too much money. Well, he was good on Toronto. What did you say, Brandon? He was good with Toronto when they played. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was great with Toronto. He's just not worth the money that he's on. Yeah, I agree with that. Contract wise, Hyman isn't there, but it's impossible to share the puck on a team like Edmonton. And that's yeah. why Dreisaitl and McDavid have so many damn points. Reminds me points. of a high school hockey team that I used to play on. Likewise. Where I, where it was yeah. impossible for anybody else to ever touch the puck because you just had two top guys who would pass it to each other. And I mean, yeah, Michael, like, what are you doing? dude? Yeah, you gotta, I, know, I, need, I need to figure that out, dude. I'm such a bum. <laughs> that's so directed at me. <laughs> no, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. I, I want to see Edmonton their bottom guys, but it's, I just don't think they have it. They really don't. Yeah, fair enough. I agree. In your hypothetical, you took them right over Do- over Dallas. Yeah, but like yeah, I don't, I don't I even want. That. I don't want them to get out of the first round because no, I yeah. like when fraud teams who have way too much hype riding into the playoffs lose in the first round. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Me but too. me too. <laughs> My favorite thing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Western Conference right. Finals. Yeah. Western Conference Finals. So me and Lynch both have Colorado, Calgary, and then Brennan, you have Colorado and Edmonton, Edmonton. right? Yeah. Um, so I'm taking Colorado. 
I'm not a huge fan of Calgary. I really only have them getting this far on the strength of the teams that they're playing against. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to be a five game series. I don't think Colorado plays around here. I think they get the job done quick. I got Colorado in six here. Um, for me, there this is going to be a series of who can convert on the chances that they're given. It's going to be pretty like I'm not saying like power play penalty. I'm I'm just saying like I don't know if it's going to be a high scoring series because I think they're similar teams, but they're both you know pretty flashy in my mind. So, but I really feel like Colorado is going to pull away in six. I just based off of Markstrom and I think he's a stud goalie. And I think right now he's on a pretty solid team. I think that he can help them a lot. So I'm going to give him definitely winning them a few games, but I think, I think, I think it's Colorado's year. So I'm going to go Colorado in a sec. Yeah. I'm saying Colorado as well. I think this is the year that they finally get out of the West. Uh, they yeah. paid their dues over the past couple of years and, um, it, it, the stars are aligning pretty nicely for them to uh, to just kind of have their way, uh, at least coming out of the Western Conference. It, I really don't see a team. I would say the only team that poses a major threat to them is St. Louis, and I think that would be the best series that they play in. Um, but I think they can get out of that series in six or seven games, uh, and I, I would not be shocked to see them in the Stanley Cup Finals this year at all. They're, yeah, just, they're-, they're just that good. So give me Colorado coming out of the West. All right, so we all agree on Colorado getting out of the West one way or the other. Uh, Moving into the Eastern Conference now, so going top to bottom in the Atlantic bracket, the first time in a long time that we're not seeing the Bruins in the Atlantic bracket. Certainly going to be interesting this year. I'm kind of excited for it, though. Um, Thank God. Can I just point out that, like, they dodged a major bullet by ending up in the Metro? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 2019 all over again where you actually yeah. have a path to the Stanley Cup if you want to take it. I agree. You, know? you do not need to see Tampa or Toronto or Florida. Like, that was a blessing, not even no, in disguise. A blessing right in front of your face. Like, beautiful. You found mm-hmm. your way into the Metropolitan. We'll talk about that series when we get there. But, like, thank God. This is a Boston-based podcast. Bruins have a chance. Yeah, so starting in the Atlantic with the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers, uh, they are playing the Washington Capitals, who are the second wild card. Um, First time in NHL history that the entire Eastern Conference, or actually I think an entire conference has been made up of teams with 100-plus points. Pretty fucking insane. Um, I kind of noticed... I noticed it towards the end of the season. I want to say with like 70 games left or so, I was looking at the schedules of the teams and, you know, the points that they were at, how many games they had left. And I was like, there's a genuine chance that we could see every team in this conference with a hundred points. And it happened. So um, really interesting to see a lot of good teams here. Um, I'm going to take Florida here. Um, I think it's a, a no brainer to take them round one. Obviously Washington has, you know, some of the best players in the NHL, um, but I just feel like Florida is such a wagon this year. There's no way they don't win first round. I've got them in five. Yeah, I agree with you, Seth. Um, the East has been insanely good this year with everyone clinching so early, which is not, I feel like that's not heard of. Um, I got Florida in six. Florida is the real deal. I think they are a complete team. They have scoring across the board. I understand that Huberdeau is their guy but 
when Barkov is putting up numbers like he is this year and for them to play together. And I believe Reinhardt is also a stud. They that and their goaltending isn't like uh Bobrovsky is still their goalie. Yeah, Bobrovsky's still on the team. Yeah, yeah two-time sure Vesna winner, right? So yeah, like their starter. Yeah. Like that that team just has the pieces. And obviously, with the way they're playing this year, we know that they're they're no joke. So over Washington, who I know there's some injury trouble right now. I think Ovechkin didn't play the last few games this season. He'll definitely play. He's a warrior. But I just I feel like Florida has this series. But considering it's Washington, I think Florida. Every fiber of my being wants me to take Washington here. It just screams yeah. upset to me. Oh, but I'm not that. gonna do it because I see when I close my eyes and I look at this playoff bracket, I see a hypothetical battle of Florida in the second round, which I think is going to happen. A little foreshadowing for you there. Bet you didn't see that one coming. Um, I don't think Florida is a complete team. I actually think Bobrovsky is not a playoff goaltender. He has never once proved in the playoffs that he can show up in the big moments. He's been torn to pieces by some of the most elite offenses in these recent playoffs back when he was on the Blue Jackets. And now he's wound up in Florida back in the playoffs again. And I think he's going to crumble. Do I think it's going to be in this series? No, because Washington is not the team that we've known them to be for the entire decade. Yeah, Ovechkin's still there. Yeah, Backstrom's still there. But they're missing Braden Holtby, who was one of the biggest reasons why they were in the playoffs in the first place, starting back in 2012 when they knocked the defending champion Bruins off Braden Holtby's rookie season. Um, So, yeah, I, I would love to take Washington here. But I can't do it. Like immediately when I looked at the bracket, I was like, Florida's done in the first round. Washington's going to beat them, but I can't do it. I'm going to take Florida. Uh, Washington is one of those teams that could definitely make an upset. So I I would be happy if that happened. You get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, Yeah, especially selfishly, you want the better teams out here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've got they've got playoff experience. They have cup winning experience. And that's that's a huge thing there where it's like they have their best score in NHL history. Yeah, I mean, like the the, the reason why statement. they well, and I just I think Mike Bossy is the best pound for pound goal scorer in NHL history. But you um, would say that though, <laughs> but that's like extremely fair. <laughs> that's big, Seth, to be like, yeah, let's pick the fucking New York guy. Like, well, rest I, mean, in I peace, have a rest in peace, man, but like, yeah, RIP Mike Bossy. But like, no, Mike Bossy. Yes. no, he is a great goal scorer. I'm not taking anything away from that. But like, that is so Seth to be like. <laughs> oh yeah, George Bush throwing out the first pitch after 9-11 is the greatest sports moment ever. And then Seth's like, well, what about Mike Piazza's home run? Because Mike you Piazza know? is better, just <laughs> definitively. <laughs> we, we don't need to have this to be. Um, all right. So 2020 next, of me, sorry. <laughs> next round, next round, or sorry, next matchup, excuse me. Uh Toronto and Tampa. Toronto's the two, Tampa Bay's the three. You are on crack. If you take anyone other than Tampa in this series, absolutely on track. If you think that Toronto can win a playoff series, get the fuck out of here. Tampa in five. I'm Damn. tempted to take Tampa in four. Damn. Damn. Okay. Like, really so <laughs> that's, I agree. Tampa is the team that's going to win this series. You can't, they, they're, they're on the verge of a three P. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't count them out no matter where they stand in the rankings of you know, playoff uh, seed. But Toronto is fraud. I believe that. Toronto is not who they say they are, not who they are on paper. But Toronto is good. 
The only thing that I don't like about them is their goaltending. Their goaltending sucks. Awful. So bad. But I would like to see this series go seven games because I want to see a lot of goal scoring. So if that's my controversial take it today, I'll be at Tampa and seven. Yeah, I mean, you can't take Toronto here. It's just yeah. And you know, Murphy's Law, this is gonna be the year. Like we're all saying the same thing that like, oh, t- you know, Toronto can never get out of the first round. It's this running joke, they can never get out of the first round. Um, and then of course they probably will. But um I don't see no, yeah, I get I get that, but not against Tampa, dude. Not against not Tampa. Against, I mean, I mean, you just I don't know. I feel I I feel like they could. Yeah. Right? This, they this could. team is not like Dude, Tampa is not the team that got swept by Columbus. Like, that's I just that. not this Tampa team. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's the team that got swept by Columbus. You're I'm just more, saying that yeah. no one thinks Toronto's going to win. They may just come out and fucking win. You know? Yeah. Fair enough. But that's, no, why I gave it, that's why I gave it seven games, though. I'm, I'm going to go Tampa five. Yeah. Um, the Toronto's just – this team is built so poorly. As someone who did my GM his whole career still growing up. You don't have defense. <laughs> You still <laughs> this team is so poorly defense. constructed. It's like 101 when you buy the EA Sports NHL video game, you do be a GM and you pick your team and you draft and you build a team. It's like 101 that you don't build a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs. And like, and I understand that the hockey culture is so different in Toronto, right? Because you're in Canada that the Hockey Hall of Fame is there. It's a mecca of hockey in the world, basically. But they listen to the fans way too much, right? The knock on that team a couple of years ago was what? Oh, they're too young. They don't have a veteran presence in that locker room. That's why they've lost to the Boston Bruins in the first round how many ever years in a row. They need they need a veteran presence. So what do they do? They go out and get the oldest fuck in the league in Joe Thornton. And just to say that they have an old guy on the team, that's not how you run a team. It's like frustrating to watch because you have some of the best young players in the game and you're wasting their talent away. Step number one, break those three apart. I know that everyone's going to be like, oh, you you have to, whatever. You can't have it. It's like we said earlier, they're top heavy. I understand that they're not as top heavy as the Oilers, but you have three young studs on a team that just aren't getting it done. Like I said in 2019, Marner and Matthews combined for like one point against the Bruins in seven games. Break those guys up. Trade Marner while his value is still high. Go out and get like some depth on your team. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I think they're just too hesitant to pull the trigger on a deal like that because they found like these gems in Matthews, Nylander and Marner, but they can't get it done. And I understand that you're, you're trigger shy moving those guys, but it's like, Hey, you guys have lost in the first round every single fucking year for the past 10 years. These guys aren't getting it done. I know that they're great regular season players, but, you got to win in the playoffs too. So move them, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm taking Tampa in five. I just think that this is a fraud Toronto team. I agree with Lynch. Jack Campbell's not a solid goaltender. That's another knock on Toronto. They've never had, had a, a really solid good goaltender back there. Yeah. 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 He's a great regular season goalie. Um, right. I don't think he's getting it done in the playoffs. Oh, I think Jack hear. Campbell. Campbell. Oh yeah. I agree. Like, I think he's great, but that's the knock on Toronto. They've never had good goaltending in the playoffs. Right. Like Freddie Anderson. Look at um, James Reamer. Dude, Reimer. nothing. My favorite moment from the 2019 Cup run is just being in the garden up in the balcony with everyone screaming, Freddie. Oh, no, it was Anderson. That's right. That's right. It was Anderson. Whatever. Dude, we live red free in Freddie Anderson. Dude, everyone just shouting at him was great. He was on our end for. Oh. Oh, that I, was, it was, know, all we series, it was, it was all series too. It was all series. 
Yeah, literally Dude. all series. And so we just and had hey, him all series. Who's the Hurricanes goalie? Freddie. Yeah, right. I, I, I got a bone oh. to pick about that. He's hurt. Oh. He's the Hurricanes goalie. <laughs> no, I got it. Uh, so got, awesome. You know, we got some anyway, stuff to talk about. I'm picking Tampa in five. Lynch, go ahead. Go on to it now. Bruins Hurricanes is the next series. Go. What's your bone? No, uh, well, I, I, I just want to make one more point. Uh, yeah, go ahead. On their defense. There are three teams in the NHL playoffs that have averaged more than three goals against per game. It's Toronto, Minnesota, and Edmonton. So do with that information what you will. Odds. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I took St. Louis. I'm playing. (laughs) Now, okay, Seth, you can go first uh, if you want to talk about Carolina, Boston. I just got yes. So this series, like. Dude, Boston if and you four. I Carolina, can't take anything like else you're... other than Boston and four. I just have to. If you pick Carolina, you're never appearing on another podcast. Ever. I know. Boston yeah. and four. It has to be Good. Boston and four. Boom. Lynch, pick your bones. Okay. Going to pick. Carolina won, or their goalies won the best goalie duo in the league award. With Reimer, I think it was I think it was Reimer and Anderson. I believe wait, their goals. Wait, they have both yeah. of the Maple yeah. Leafs. I think so. Let me, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. So oh, I gotta check because I really hope I'm that not sounding like an idiot. Awesome. I hope I'm not sounding like an idiot. Just give me a second. Let me figure well, this no, out. I know that Reimer so, so they was gave there up the like least two years ago. Morazic's gone, right? Mar- it was Mar- oh, sorry. Or? I apologize. I, that was it. Was Ranta? Anti Ranta? I apologize. Oh, Ranta. Oh, I was gonna. My bad. Dude, I thought if they I had for you and Anderson. That was so perfect. Yeah, I mean, know, that would have been oh, awesome. Man. That would have been kismet. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. Anyway, that I have a problem with because Austin has the best goalie tandem in the league because we have two of the top 10 goalie, uh, leaders in goals against average, I believe. I believe Omar and Swayman are four and six. Right. But it's it's not done by GAA. It's done by goals. What, what is it? Oh, is it I actually? Think, I think it's done by goals allowed. It should be. It should. I be thought it was GAA. just based off of yeah goals against. I, I, I think. It was like, I think it is uh, a minimum of whatever amount of games and its goals allowed. Between well, that's two. stupid well, in its yeah, own well, right. It's, 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 it's not. It's it's a purely statistical award. It's well, not an award that. that's given to the actual best goalies. It's yeah, just whatever, whatever team, whatever team gave the gave up the least goals in the year. Okay, I don't need to have, whatever bone pick. Whatever I still have bone, I, I I don't like it. They are not the best goaltending team. Anyway, Boston and six. Uh, Carolina, I just don't like them. Never will, never have. Um, I other I really don't have anything else to say. I don't think Carolina is good. I don't call me a homer. I just don't think like I'm in this series, Boston is the better team, like my opinion. No matter where they rank, wild card or top seed, Boston's the better team. And my only thing, my only worry with this series is we need to be able to score because we have only scored one goal against them this year. One. I'd, I'd, I'm less worried played them about since scoring, and I know, I'm more worried yeah. about the defense. We need consistency on defense. Yeah, I need yeah. A, like the thing that's been killing me watching the defense this year, especially recently, is just the decision making from a positional standpoint. I feel well, like our defensemen are getting way too aggressive in the offensive zone and um, they're getting caught below the dot or they're getting caught on a really aggressive pinch and all of a sudden they're leaving their D partner out to dry. And that's yeah. one of my concerns with the Lindholm McAvoy pairing is both of those guys are very offensively inclined. And I feel mm-hmm. like that has like granted, both of them are unbelievable skaters and very good defensively. So mm-hmm. in the event that 
that they're caught on a two-on-one. It's not that I don't trust them. It's that you never want to see a guy on a two-on-one anyway. And so I feel like that pairing has a tendency to be there. Fucking, um, what's his face? That other defenseman that they traded for. Um, I forget what his name is, but he's slow as shit and he's terrible. And I hate Brown, Brown. He doesn't play that much. Or you talking about Riley? No, Brown. Because Brown, Brown, they traded for at the deadline, and yeah. he'd been he had been playing because guys like Grizzlick was out and Lindholm mm-hmm. was out, right? So I hate watching him play. He's always in the wrong spot. I hate it. Forbort, people hate Forbort. I, I like Forbort has sneakily been our third best defenseman this year because Carlo and Grizzlick have been out so much. I like, yeah, I, I get that, but I I don't know if I'd say I get your point, but I think Carlo and Grizzlick are studs. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Carlo and Grizzly are way better saying. defensemen, oh, but because saying. they've missed so much time, like yeah. Forbort has been the guy that I trust the third most. Right. I get that. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's hard for me to be like, you know what I'm yeah. Forbort's been unbelievable, though. Like he's been great, me, especially for a third a line defenseman. Let's hear it. Let me pose a question before I give my take. Would you would you play Chris Wagner in this series or at all? Yes. Yeah. Yes, hundred yes. percent, dude. When yes. I saw that they recalled him, I was so fucking dude, happy. He had you can you might have. Did you, are you going to say you had no idea he was still with the Bruins? No, I knew that he was. No, I, oh, knew. I had still, no dude, idea. I thought we Me and my friend Will have been complaining all year that he's been in problems. Like we were just sitting there, like, dude, can we get this guy in the NHL, please? Because you're talking about you know like making stupid decisions with the puck and positioning. Like I. I think that's a guy you need in the lineup for the playoffs. Yes. I just do. I mean, he makes smart decisions with the puck. He's been in this position before. He's like your quintessential fourth line grinder who also has skill. Um, I see no reason to not put him in for, hey, maybe not this series. Maybe you preserve him. But like, if you're looking to make a deep run, like I think Chris Wagner needs to be in the lineup on a regular basis. Uh, Chris Wagner last night had 11 hits in 12 minutes and 33 seconds. Kid averages a hit a minute. That that is what that is. That was when he hit 11. So he probably had a little bit more than that minutes total, but I believe he ended at um, 11 hits. That is sick. I mean, that's the exact guy that you need in this. They need, they, who would you take? The other thing about Wagner, who would I take out? Um, who's well, so let's think about this. The lines have been McLaughlin, probably. McLaughlin, yeah, McLaughlin, yeah. whatever. But I like him though. So but I like I him. No, he scores goals, but like that one of those goals last night. Did you see that turnover at the blue line? Yeah, but that game was a throwaway game. No, I know, but still, like that's like a chance for you to prove that you should be Fair. in the lineup Good and you point. make a decision Wait, like so that. The 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 lineup, like in general, has been Martian, Bergeron, and DeBrusque. Hall Halapasta. The third line has been the 11, 12, 13, Freddie, Smith, and Coyle. Coyle. Then the fourth line has been uh, Lazar. And then who's been on his wings? Uh, probably Felino. Right. Felino, who's been unreal recently. No, like, no sex in there sometimes. No, right. Yeah, no, no sex. sex. Yeah, dude. It's so like, that's the thing is like, when I, I go I'd that still lineup, favor Wagner I'd over take, any of those I, guys, I take Freddie out honestly of all yeah. of those guys. Cause Freddie's just not been playing great recently. And honestly to get a fucking be under his bonnet, take Smith out for a game. When was the last time he scored a goal? No, no, I just don't think you Arizona. can take him out. I, like, you know I what they'll end up doing? They'll scratch out? Jake DeBrusque because they always blame the team's problems on <laughs> nah, Jake Nah, dude, he has, tw- he has 20 <laughs> goals since January 1st. So 
He's been Dude, yeah, now everybody's years. waking up to how good he is. Like, because yeah, no, no, he was so playing long. like shit until he requested. Yeah, because he's being trade. treated like shit. Hey, he's gonna win the Masterson Award because he battled through adversity. Trust me. Good. He good did. For him. The team tried to trade him two years ago and they couldn't move like, him. Like, but I want to. Yeah, he was playing like shit, and then he requested a trade, and he was good. Yeah, because he got put on. Good okay, line. can I just say this? I know that I like. I know that I go to bat for Jake DeBrus, but I hate the Bruins fans' attitude towards him. It's like pick a side. When he, when he, not you guys in particular, but just the fans in general, when he was not playing well at the bottom of his game, everyone was saying, fuck this, get Jake DeBrus out of Boston. We don't want him. He sucks. Scratch him. And then Cassie starts scratching him every game. And then he requests a trade. And everyone's like, fuck you, Jake DeBrus. You don't want to be here. Like, don't play here. Don't play in the games. And then he starts playing well. And everybody's like, Jake DeBrusque is so good. And then he still wanted to request a trade. They're like, fuck you, Jake DeBrusque. It's like, pick a fucking side. He's been here since 2018. 2018, 2019, Jake DeBrusque and 2022, Jake DeBrusque have been phenomenal hockey players. Yeah. And have done so much for this team. Like, to badmouth him for wanting to leave a shitty situation because he was being treated like shit by the front office and by the coach, that's not on him. Go and blame Cassidy for scratching him so much for the past couple of years. Like, yeah, he wasn't playing well, but neither was anybody else on that team. Just my two cents. And the I, Bruins are gonna win this series, by the way. Yes, Bruins, yeah. That's the Bruins. What I like about what I like about this series, if you've been here long enough, is that the and skip to the next one. The the ghosts of TBR past oh, are are oh, reappearing. Yeah. Yes. They're knocking on the doorstep and yes. somewhere. Somewhere back in the dark halls of our past, I hear canes and four in my ear. I see photos of people at Hurricanes games in Hurricanes jerseys. I see phone backgrounds that tried to copy our every single move who just so happened to root for the Hurricanes. I see all of that. It's coming back to me now. Crazy. I wonder why. But I also see... A four-game sweep in 2019 and a first-round victory in 2020. Mm. And if history repeats itself, which I think it does, then the Bruins are going to win this series in four games. Yes, sir. So as I hear, as I hear, some ghosts chirping canes and four in my ear. Some people who were at TBR who are no longer at TBR, no names included. I also hear Bruins in four. Love it. I like the sound of that. So, yeah. And also, it's been a minute since the playoff army has been assembled and united and we're reunited. And I will be at games one and two in Carolina and Seth will be at games three and four in Boston. I should be at both games three and four, yeah. And if it goes five games, which it won't, but if it does, then I will be at game five in Carolina. And if it goes six, which it won't, but it will, then he will be there. And seven, which it won't, but if it will, then I'll be there. And then we'll see you in the second round back in Boston once we're all back from school. Yeah. And the playoff. Dude, I'm missing the second round. I'm missing the whole second round. Don't worry. You'll be back for the third. Don't worry. Yeah. It's fine. We'll see you in the cup final. Dude, I'm, so, I'm like legitimately nervous that like things are gonna play out and I'm gonna end up missing like the second and third round. Like I'm I don't think it's possible this. for it me to miss it. Bode, like, it doesn't bode well for us, a la 2021, when we're not at the games. Yes, hey, I know. I was there. And we lost one was person there. was at that game. 
I tried. Yeah. That was pathetic. Bad. Just bad. I tried. Whatever. I was there fuck for the prom. boys. I, I forget <laughs> where I was that I was. It's, it's fuck prom you know, until the end. Seth, were you not in game five? Game five. Islander series. No, you definitely were not. Oh, there. no, I was. Yeah, no, I yeah, was. You were there. The I, saw, I feel like series. I saw you. Yeah, cause, no, because my dad. We, uh, what, do we remember what day game five was? I feel like it would have been. June 7th. A Monday. It was a Monday? Was I, I was 7th. at game seven. If there was there was a game seven, right? Nope. Six. Oh no, they lost in f- a six. Yeah, we lost on the road in New York. Then I was at game five because game five was when the Swayman the, came in at the end. I remember the Schmuck was throwing food at my dad. Damn. Story. Yeah, that please. game that game almost made me stop being a Bruins fan. Oh. <laughs> I had a great time there. Damn. That's right. That's when they put Swayman in in the third period, and then they yep. almost came back. <laughs> yep. It was like a 5-3 game, and I was like, eh. um, I Okay, so playoff Army's most electric moment happened last year, but unfortunately it was not a year that they went very deep. But I remember Memorial Day, um, <laughs> Bruins Islanders game two. Like, that place was buzzing. And I remember one. two. But didn't we lose game two? We Yeah, we lost. Oh, we yeah, were at game saying. one. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Game two. They were down and they came back and tied it. Granted, they ended up losing in overtime. One of the most electric games I've ever been to. But I just remember sitting all of us together after the game, knowing that it was over. Before the series, it was a 1-1 series and we all knew it was over. Yeah, right then and there when Josh Bailey buzzed by Jeremy Lozon. Fuck that guy. You, me, my cousin, and and, um, Ferula were all sitting in my mom's office Mm -hmm. almost in tears because we knew it was coming to an end. I was like, like, this is it. I, that's like why I made you. Win. I was like, I need to go to game five. Like, I really need to be there. Like, I hope we need that energy home. this year. This team needs us more than ever. <laughs> they need us. Okay. That's why I'll be there in 48 well, hours. Yes. That series is a wrap. We all have Boston winning. Okay. Yeah. We, I mean, we all have Boston winning. So. Yeah. So, this, this next series, I think, is the best series of the first round in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Rangers as the two against the Pittsburgh Penguins as the three. Um, I've got the Rangers winning this series. I think it's their year to have some playoff success. Um, and I think that Pittsburgh is aging and I don't trust their back end all that much. Um, so I've got Rangers. I like Rangers in seven there. I don't think that series is going to be anything other than close. Like I really think it could go either way i just think that the rangers are just going to be so like they've been so hot their goaltending has been so good this year um they really just have scoring up and down like Ducrider has had such a good year i mean he's got like what he had like what 54 goals something like that i forget what the exact number is yeah um, he has like 70 points so funny. yeah it just, <laughs> it's it's nuts um but like Kreider had an unreal goal scoring year. Zabenajad, he had 52 goals. That's what he ended with. That's crazy. Um, yeah, 50, 52 goals and 25 assists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Zabenajad is like real deal. He's great. Um, Lafreniere, like I, I would love to see him have a good playoff series. That's something that I'm going to look for because he he to me has really flown under the radar so yeah. far. Um, and so I. I'd, I'd enjoy seeing him play a good series, but I think that um, the Rangers really are going to pull this one out. I think they've yeah. got a really good shot. Yeah, it blows my mind that you forgot the bread man, our Timmy Panarin, but he was on the door of 100 points this year. Bro. Bread, I agree. Um, I got New York winning this series. They have had Pittsburgh's number this year. I 
Usually I consider Pittsburgh one of those teams that can make a playoff run just because of who they are. You know, we've seen them. They went back to back 2016, 17. They're a really good team and they're good this year. But I feel like the Rangers, like kind of what you said, Seth, I think this is a year that they can make a a good playoff run. I think they have a good team going up this year. So I got Rangers in five. I think they're going to come out flying. I think they're going to win their first two games at home. They'll probably lose one on the road and then they'll win back at home. Um, game five. I really, really, this is going to be a good series, though. It's not going to be a blowout because I think they're both two good teams, but I think the Rangers definitely have the upper hand here in this match. Cruz in five. I agree. Going to be a really good series. Um, the Fenway Sports Group is licking their chops at the possibility <laughs> of the Bruins Penguins matchup in the second round. Um, but I'm a New York Rangers sympathizer. I think this team has been good for a couple of years, just a couple of bad bounces early on in the past couple of years. Um, but like they've had the pieces. Uh, I think Panarin is so talented to watch. Like, God, I hated him when he played against us in that Blue Jacket series. Mm-hmm. But he's so talented and he's so fun to watch. Um, and yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have their way in this series. I'd give it to him in six. Um, yeah. Like you said, Lynch, they've had the Penguins number. Um, mm-hmm. The Penguins are starting to enter into um, like Blackhawk territory. Blackhawk territory, post-dynasty yep. syndrome yeah. territory. Yeah, where they're still um, good, but they're not the team they are. Right. They right. were. Yeah. And then a couple of years, if they don't do something to remedy that, then they're going to just be bottom-tier team, yeah. which sucks because yeah. they were so good. Um, but, yeah, I like, they, I'll take yeah. New York in six. I won a series with the Rangers in the second round. I would I would welcome that. And kind of like what you said, Seth, where you said you want Lafreniere to do good this year. I want to see Adam Fox. In a good path, too. Yeah, oh, I love that. Fox. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be really fun to watch this yeah. series. And just Eric, and you mentioned Craig Goldie. But yeah, all I gotta say, I, I I realized I didn't mention Fox, and I made I made a joke about you not mentioning Panarin. <laughs> so yeah, next series. What have we got? Uh, so next series is going to be Florida against Tampa Bay. I have Tampa Bay winning this series. Um, and when you look back at the history of president's trophy winners, mm-hmm. um, there has not been a single president's trophy winner to get past the second round, uh, since the Rangers went to the conference finals and lost to Tampa Bay in 2014, 2015. And when you look before that, 2012-2013, the Blackhawks win the Cup. Then before that, Canucks lose in conference quarters, which I think is technically the first round. Yeah. There are no conference. Yeah, yeah. Conference quarters, which is the first round. Also, the Canucks yeah. lose to the Bruins um, in the Cup final. Conference quarters, conference quarters, Cup winner. So, I mean, you look at it, literally one, two, three, four of the – um, President's Trophy winners since 07-08 have made it past the second round. So this is when Florida is going to lose. And I mean, like Tampa, and that's not even just like, a, oh, if they won the Presidents, they're going to lose in at least the second round. Like Tampa's a good fucking team. You know, like it's it, Tampa realistically can win this series and the President's Trophy drinks is just an extra layer on top of that. Yeah. I see that point where the whole President's Trophy drinks, I get that. I really, really want to see Florida win. So, and I think they're, I think they have it this year. Um, I like 
the Battle of Florida is a really fun series to watch. Brandon, you mentioned this earlier. You foreshadowed it a little bit. I'm a big fan of this series. But this year, I don't know what it is. I just don't see Tampa. And I know I said that they're a dart, like they're always a team. They're on the verge of a three P. Like that's what they're trying to get. I just don't see Tampa having the like strength. That sounds so crazy to say that about Tampa. I don't see them having the strength to get through like two big series. Because I have them going in seven in round one. And Florida's not going to be an easy match. So I have Florida in seven because I think those are quite evenly matched teams. But I just think Tampa, they're not old, but when you got Stan Coast as your leading point getter, that guy's been injury prone his entire career, which is bad. But he's a beast this year. I, I think Florida, I think Florida has it this year to get through a few, few rounds. Florida over Tampa. Um, I would like to start by announcing that the Elon starting quarterback has been signed by the Carolina Panthers. Let's fucking go. Rise up, Phoenix. Um, Elon has a football team. We do. <laughs> Wait, with players on it that are NFL caliber. Like, this is Carolina. Can we really count that as NFL caliber? Hey, Davis Davis <laughs> might bro. be the next starter of the Panthers. You don't know. <laughs> um, I'm taking Tampa in this series. I agree with everything that Seth said. The President's, uh, the president's Trophy curse exists. And it especially exists for a team like Florida, who is so damn good, but too damn inexperienced in this spot. Um, I just Jumbo Joe though. Jumbo Joe. No, no. You signed the oldest player in the NHL. Does not mean you have experience. Bruins legend. A Bruins legend. (laughs) Played for the Bruins for ninety seconds. Um, False, but yeah. In his long career. It looks like 90 seconds, yeah. Did any of you ever play backyard hockey on the PC? No, but uh, I, never, I played I backyard games. football and backyard baseball, but I never played Joe Thornton hockey. was a character in backyard hockey, and he was on the Bruins. He was a captain. <laughs> I, that's, yeah, that's the only reason I yeah. think of um, him on the Bruins. That that was his biggest impact on the team, was being in a video game. Um, I just think that the curse of the President's Trophy – mixed with the expectations that everybody has for this team, mixed with playing against the defending back-to-back champions. And according to our country's president, could easily be there again this year for a third time. Um, How did Joe gonna, Biden know about hockey? Like, what? Well, he thinks the commissioner <laughs> is Gary Batman, so. <laughs> I mean, who really, that, that one doesn't bother me. because Was that not the greatest clip of all time? Was that not when he was like, oh, I'm Gary Batman? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was like when, um, when was it Clinton called Steve Eisenman Steve Azerman? Way did he really? Yeah. I, I've never seen that. That's so- I mean, this is way worse. It's Gary Batman versus Gary Batman, but still. Um, the, uh, this Florida team, I just think they are doomed to run into the brick wall that is all of those things that i just mentioned i got tampa in like five in this series i want it to be a way better series than it's going to be i want it to be you know heavy hitting high flying offense brick wall you know goaltending and defense clean hockey um very reminiscent of the 2011 series that we had with tampa and I want it to go seven games, but I just don't realistically see that happening. I think that Tampa is going to get the job done in five. And um, yeah, we'll see you in the Eastern Conference finals. See you. 
All right. So next matchup, Boston against the Rangers. Um, this would be wonderful in Boston. my household as my mother Boston is such a huge Rangers fan. Boston. Uh, certainly would be fun. Not as a home Bruins are going to win the series. The as, as the two, I I'm not from Boston. Boston are saying Boston will win the series. Boston struggled against the Rangers this year. Oh, uh, shut up! That's so New York of you to say. Seth. No, 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 no! I have the stats to back that up. I'm taking the Bruins. I'm the Bruins just are going to win in five games. How New York of Seth to make a case for the Rangers? Okay. How New York of Seth to make a case for the Rangers? Kind of have the Bruins number. <laughs> Yeah, just saying. Shut the fuck up. The they Bruins are going to win now. in five games. They maybe beat them five. I the Bruins six. Rangers beat. Okay, I Boston seven. Which sounds crazy. I See, fuck you. You oh, can't. No, 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 I don't no, no, want to no, hear no, what no. you have to say. Like, I don't want to. Somebody They're... mute him. Somebody mute him. No. no. Someone mute back. you. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. I'm the only loyal you fan here. You can't give me shit. I'm trying not to be a homer. The, the Rangers had the Bruins number this year. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're both going to say. Take the, the Rangers or take the Bruins in seven when I'm taking them in six. But what I'm saying is the Boston's one one in one against the Rangers this year, a shootout loss and a five two loss back in fucking November. Their past two games have been a shootout loss. Yeah, close miss game me with the Rangers have had our number bullshit. Exactly. Uh-huh. But call me crazy because I do have them going seven. I will. I want to see your. I want to see the Bruins and the Rangers in a good series. That's where my home tide is coming. That's why I want. To I don't seven. care about good series. I want the Bruins to rock to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. And I get that. I get. No, that. I do too. But I want the Bruins to. I don't want stress this spring fair. until I'm home. Fair. Um, That's fair. I want fair. to see easy hockey until I am in control of the situation. So Bruins and five. All right, on to our Eastern Conference Finals. So both me and Brennan have Tampa against the Bruins. Uh, Michael, you have Florida against the Bruins, correct? Correct. Um, so I'm taking the Bruins here um, because I have to. <laughs> I can't not take the Bruins. Um, <laughs> that's really just it. That's, I'm taking the Bruins because I want to. <laughs> Fire me up, baby. <laughs> this, I have Boston. This was a really hard series. Oh, it um, shouldn't be for you. For me. No, so my biggest thing is I hate being a homer. Like I And I've been saying this all the podcast. My heart wants me to say Boston's going to win it and sweep every series because that's what I want to see. That's what I love. That's what I want. But this is going to be a hard series in general. I have Bruins winning in seven. Um, Boston has Florida's number. But the goaltending is going to be huge in this series. I feel like Bobrovsky, if he can make, if he can bring them to the conference finals, he'll be able to stand up a little bit in this matchup. But I feel like I, I Boston's better. Boston will be able to beat them in the long game. I don't want to see it go seven, but with what Florida has this year and what what we have this year, I, I say Boston. I'm going to say That's- Bruins in seven against the Lightning. This will be very reminiscent of 2011. I think the way that the Bruins were playing at their peak this season can rival the Tampa Bay Lightning on any day of the week. I think for them to win that series, you're going to need to be playing your best hockey. And you just have to accept the ebb and flow of that matchup. You you can't expect 
to just have your way with the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's just is just not realistic. So I'm going to take Bruins in seven. Um, I could see them. I could see them winning that series in six, but I'm going to take Bruins in seven. And I think that is going to go down in the history books as one of the better series you've seen in recent playoff history. I think every game is going to be like a one goal game. You're going to see some overtimes in there. You're going to have some controversies. You're going to have some big hits. Um, But I think the Bruins are going to Stanley Cup final. And yeah, we say this every year, like Homer pick, whatever, but I can't stress enough the importance of the Bruins coming out of the Metro. I can't stress that importance enough because you are, you're getting your legs under you early while I, I hate to say it, but warming up with Carolina. Like, I'm Fair. sorry, but you are warming up with Carolina, especially because they're banged up right now. A yeah. lot of their defenders are hurt. Their goal, they're having injury issues on the back end. They have not been playing the hockey that they were playing at the beginning of the year. To top it all off, the the berry on top or the cherry, not berry, the cherry on top is that they're just not, they're not scary. They yeah. are. They're, nothing about that team intimidates me. Sebastian Ajo is a bitch. Like, Svechnikov <laughs> is a bitch. They have no goalie. Like that yeah. team isn't scary to me at all. So you're warming up with the Hurricanes and you're going to see the lightning at the right time in the conference finals. Um, and I think it's going to propel the Bruins into the Stanley Cup finals with some pretty solid motivation behind them. Uh, so I've got Bruins in seven. Going to be a really tight series, but Bruins in seven. Uh, yeah, Bruins in four. Um, I'd really love to see the Bruins finally get over that hump of Tampa Bay. So Bruins in four. Um, anyway, uh, so we've all done it in different ways and in different <laughs> numbers of games, but we've all managed to end up with a Colorado uh, Boston Stanley Cup final, which is really nice from Bruins the sense four. of like it's the Bork like you know, Bork won his cup with Colorado. Yeah, that's odd. That most I of his career my head the, too. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah. Like, I, how can I you imagine, right? Like you have. Yeah. Um, so the Colorado Boston series, nothing would make me happier than seeing this series happen. Like, I think this would be so much fun to watch. Yeah. I, I would, I can't wait to be back at Stanley cup final games. I just, I, 2019 was such a thrill and obviously it ended the way that none of us wanted to see it. end. I've got Bruins in six here. Um, it, I take them every year and every year I'm wrong, but it's against every fiber of my being to not pick the Bruins to win the Stanley cup. So Bruins in six over the Colorado avalanche, and there will be exactly 34 goals scored in the series. Nice. All right. face. Oh, I will start with my, Oh, I have 37 goals scored just cause I was looking at it. Um, this don't do is I, I am doing it because do I'm I, I call me crazy. I am a bigger hockey fan than I am a Bruins fan. So when I came to making this, when fuck I came, you. to yeah, fuck, I agree, I agree. I'm a dick, but I I watch more hockey than I should. Like I watch random games all the time. Like I'll just throw on old stuff like that. Watch YouTube hockey every single day. So when I this was so hard for me. My like. That said, every fiber in his body wanted him to take Boston. I really want to take Boston because why Why would I not want to see my favorite team and my favorite players win the Stanley Cup? And I do want that. Oh, I fucking hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm So wrong. pick them. But I'm not because I like Lynch, You have to speak this into existence. No, because I'll let you they guys They won't do win that. unless we all think they're going to win. I think they're going to win, but on paper, I have Colorado then tell, then in seven. Tell, 
Tell the people how it is. <laughs> I have Colorado in seven. In the past 10 seasons, Colorado is 12-4-1 against the Bruins. We just cannot beat them. So statistically, in my mind, I see Colorado just smacking us around. Um, but that is, yeah, that, I, I'm going to shut up. I But I really want the Bruins to win. So, yeah. Uh, Colorado in seven. Soft. 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 I got the I like Bruins McKinnon. in seven. Bruins in seven. Um, I don't think the Bruins are capable of winning a Stanley Cup on the home ice, which I'd love to see it, but they just can't do it. They had Fair. it made for them in 2019 and couldn't. Uh, they should have won in 2013. Granted, it would have had to have been on the road, um, but they lost the Cup on home ice. Um, so I think if they're going to do it, it's going to be on the road. And I don't see us being Colorado in anything less than six games. So I'll take Bruins and seven against the Avalanche. I think it's going to be a really good series. But Lynch is a big numbers guy. Uh, back in the Boomer Oakley days, he was a big numbers guy for us. I am. Uh, Michael numbers guy. But I think that, yes, Colorado has had our number in the last 10 seasons or whatever, like you said. But I think you just are missing out on a pretty key ingredient when – looking at not just this series, but just, you know, a Stanley cup final in general is just, we've been there a lot more than that. Yeah. You know, we just have like, that's my knock on Colorado still is they just, they need to pay their dues. Look at Mm -hmm. the teams in the past few years who have won Stanley cups. They've all been there the past couple seasons, not exactly in the Stanley cup final, but they've been knocking on the doorstep. They've been close. They have key ingredients players on their teams who have won cups or who have been in Stanley cup finals. We still have guys guy on our team who won a cup in 2011. Yeah. Two. We have two, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah we have other guys who have experience, right? Cause didn't forward win with the Kings and um, no, we have other guys who have, who have experience yeah. winning cups. But yeah. Too. We still, the only guys left from the 2011, the only guys left from our 2011 team are Bergeron and Marsha. I forgot that Rask was, but then, like Car- Carlo has the experience of the 2019 Grizzly, and almost the, the whole team. team. Wa- yeah, I mean, yeah, tons Grizzly, of Debrusque was there. Debrusque, Coyle, Coyle, um, like that whole Costa. team. Craig Smith went deep with the Predators a couple times. You know? Oh yeah, like, he, Craig Smith would have made a Cup final, wouldn't he? He would. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, lost to the Penguins. Yeah. Um, I just don't see that on Colorado. All these guys have been, for the most part with the Avalanche their whole careers, and the Avalanche have not been in the Stanley Cup final in that time span. Mm. Since 2011, the Bruins were, let's just go back through the past 10 years of the Bruins, and it can stretch even further back than that, but I'll just give you since 2010, right? We win the Cup in 2011. 2012, we get bounced in the first round, post-Cup syndrome. 2013, we're back in the Stanley Cup final. 2014, second-round exit. Missed the playoffs for a couple seasons. 2017, first-round exit. 2018, second-round exit. 2019, Stanley Cup final game seven. 2020, second-round exit. 2021, second-round exit. Like We've been there, you know? And we have this core group of guys who have been there, right? A team yeah. like Colorado, I still think, is just too young in their playoff experience to, to win. And, hey, like, they're – they, they are talented enough to win this series on talent alone that experience may not matter. But what it also comes down to, and we talked about this a lot in 2019, was us losing to the Blues in 2019 was what happened in 2011, but the other way around, right? The yeah. Canucks were the flashier, high-flying team. They weren't as physical. They were definitely better on paper. They were more skilled. 
But at the end of the day, it was the hard-hitting, intense, grind, fourth-line, bottom six guys that got it done for Boston. Go to 2019, we were a little flashier. We had guys like DeBrusque. We had guys like McAvoy. We had guys like Pasternak, right, who were Mm – scoring a lot of goals who were flashier, who didn't necessarily play that hard hitting style of hockey. And then you had St. Louis who was hard hitting and they came in and they rattled the Bruins and they silenced the home crowd pretty easily. And they won that series and stole the cup from us on our home ice. Right. I see the reverse again this year. If it does happen to be Colorado and Boston, I think the Bruins are playing a little more aggressively and a little more hard hitting and a little more, in your face, fuck you, Boston blue collar caliber hockey than the Colorado Avalanche are. So I think that bodes well for Boston. I'll take them in seven and I'll shut up. No, I get that though. I, I see the logic there. hundred percent. Keep it. Yeah, so I think that wraps it up, right? Like that's, yeah. yeah. Well, it does. I don't know if you guys have any like hot takes or anything, but like, yeah, give me my, that, take. that wraps it up in terms oh, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the brackets. Yeah. 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 We all have I, the I just, same thing. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see what you guys like. Like I've mentioned this before, and I know you guys, people are listening, and you guys all starting to be like, okay, then why did you choose Colorado? I just kind of wanted to. Part of me wanted to just to be the guy that didn't pick. But also, like, I had my mind, my stats, like you said, like the guy. Um, we all want Boston to win. Who do you think will be our playoff MVP? That's going to be Martian. You think so? I think it will be. I, th- I think he's Mark been our best too. player all all regular season. Like is he's been the most consistent guy. Nobody's going to score. Like I just because the thing is with Bergeron, like you know that he's going to put in the defensive effort, and you know he's going to get the assist, but he's not going to score the goals the same way. Pasta coming along defensively, but you know that he's just going to be there to score goals. He's not really going to get the assist game moving as much. Nobody's going to put it all together mm-hmm. from a defensive standpoint and from both scoring and assists like Marshan will. Yeah. Brennan? I, you all know who I'm going to say. Yeah, Nebraska. But like, Fuck you. Really? <laughs> no, and I, like, that's okay. Yeah, I understand. Nebraska will Marchand. be the unsung hero. Well, that's, what, that's MVP, what I'm saying is I think he's yeah. going to, yeah, instead of like the MVP, I think Nebraska is going to. When I say MVP, and Carp's a big fan of this too, most valuable to the team, right? I got so that, yeah. to relate it to the NFL, they give the MVP to a quarterback every year, right? Carp and I think it should be given to Derrick Henry, and Seth does the same because we think he's the most valuable to his team. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Brad Marchand is going to score all these goals and be the guy that is the X factor for the Bruins? Absolutely, right? I could see David Poshinok doing the same thing. I could see Bergeron doing the same thing. I could see Craig Smith actually doing the same thing, which is kind of, that's more of an oddball wild card, but I do. Craig Smith has shown up in the playoffs. He did it no, last exactly. year for us. I, I could see that. him. I know he's been in a little bit of a slump. I could see him easily being one of our top guys in the playoffs. But when I think about most valuable player, in my mind, that's who's the guy who you literally could not do this without. Right. Like who has literally changed the game in so many different aspects. Jake DeBrusque has gotten a really bad rap all season. Right. The fans fucking hate him for some reason, but he just continues to score goals. And he's the third highest goal scorer on the team. If yeah, I'm correct. Ty Robert, Ty Robert wrong. Right. 25. So, yeah. So he's T3 um, for goals after 
requesting a trade and having a tumultuous kind of dramatic off the ice experience with this with this team is tied for third in goals and is hot right now and is back to the form that we all knew him at in 2019. I legitimately think that Jake DeBrusque is going to be that guy who gets you that goal, that, that extra goal that you need, right? I know, I know what you're saying. You know, and, and in my mind, I have that picture of him like against the Maple Leafs, barreling down on a defenseman, crashing into Freddie Anderson and putting the puck in the net and going flying into the boards, like tying the game 2-2 for us in that series. Mm-hmm. Like I see that that to me, in my mind, that is the type of player that he's always been. And he's catching fire at the right time. So I think he's going to be scoring those goals that put us up by one or tie a game late or give us an overtime lift over a team. Right. Um, So like, I don't want to definitively say that he's going to be leading the team in points at the end of the playoffs. I don't think that. So I'll say that I think Marshan's going to be leading in points, Marshan or Pasternak because Pasternak is kind of deadly in the playoffs too. And then I think I'll go Smith and DeBrusque for unsung heroes. Who are those guys who are going to get you those needed goals and Mm -hmm. the playmakers. Yeah. that's what I mean by. Jake no, I get that. I like that take. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm just curious to see what you guys. I, but like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'll say this: like, you have no idea how fired up I am to get back in that building. I, like, mm-hmm. we have we have unfinished business after last year. That was a heartbreaking way to go out last year yeah. for all of us because it was so much fun. You know, especially mm-hmm. after the COVID restrictions had lifted, um, and that building was packing it in. I just think we've got some unfinished business. So this yeah. is, I'm officially checking out of all life until the Stanley Cup playoffs are over. Um, so oh, yeah, if you need, yeah, if you need me, me, I'll be, I'll be there in this second universe of mine. The abyss. So yeah. That, there we go. That yeah, I just want to hear what you guys had. That's all I nope. have. Um, like, moving forward, a few things. We're going to do regular po- uh, podcasts after Bruins games, cool. um, obviously, like we like we tend to do. And then once the Stanley Cup playoffs, I mean, they are going to overlap, but once the Stanley Cup playoffs blow up, kind of happens, um, we run a wiffle ball league. So <laughs> we have to preview that season and then get to playing. Yes, sir. So, yes. So that will be content too. I'm just thinking about content that's coming up. Matt's taking fat W's. Highly disrespectful that Matt Cusolito has higher MVP odds than me, but we're not salty about it. <laughs> the at MVP. All. I mean, we can talk about that briefly. The MVP odds were so funny, <laughs> dude. I was looking through them and I was like, "Did we not see me hit two home runs off this man last year?" And Carp watched all the tapes too, and that was after watching all the tapes. That's so fun. So fun. I mean, it's disrespectful on Carp's part. Like Carp, Carp's just salty that I'm his dad's favorite player that he's ever coached. Sure. No, like that, that, no, that's, that's not even. It's not even a bold <laughs> statement. It's literally a statement made by Carp. There like, you go. Fun, fun fact. Oh, so this is this is in our. Um, <laughs> so first off, there's that <laughs> directly under it. But, um, literally says why is that there? <laughs> because because we were discussing <laughs> the weight gain. Um, so it says fun fact uh, of all the players, and I use that term players lightly. Um, I can't the read. Big this Rob back. has coached Seth as his yeah, favorite. That, yeah, 
It's in there. <laughs> in our group chat, said by Robbie Carpenter. Just saying. All right. Big Rob is probably my favorite coach. In the world, so. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but no, I'm actually excited for this summer. It's, I mean, we say this every year. We're like, oh, we've designed it to be this and that. We're going to finish it. We are finishing the fucking season. We better finish it this year. We are. Like, it's just happening. Like, I don't there's care no injuries, what I have to There's do. no surgeries to cut it off. There's That's no true. That was a big part of that. Well, the other yeah. thing, too, was like, well, last year was weird for at least me because it was like there was like a deadline on my summer. You know, I was like, I was going to college. I just right. didn't know. So it was like, I kind of blocked off that whole last month. because I just didn't know like what I was, what the plan was. Um, but no, we have an abundance of time now and the schedule is out now. And I mean, it's not public, but it is public. Is it not? It is. That yeah, is the official is. schedule, like with dates and stuff. Cause I know that we have like the weeks and who's playing who, what week. That's out. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. dates aren't even the, the dates are not going to be solidified until the week of. I just have like week yeah. of June, yeah. whatever. Yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say right. like for my most of my series, like weekends are probably gonna be in favor for me. Like when I start weekends will be this, in favor for everybody. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's like work and stuff. I know a lot of it's probably up but we'll we'll reserve the most week for yeah, like if we need to do like an a late afternoon game on like a Thursday or a Monday, like we'll do that. But like favorably weekends work better for everybody. So honestly, we'll let's just do six games per team per weekend. Just, just grind it out. <laughs> no, let's just do the whole season like in two one weeks. day. No, because yeah, I'm Brendan's yeah. stuck there for so many games, bro. <laughs> everybody no, just I'm saying everybody shows up day. and stays for a whole day. Just 24 hours. We play all the start games. Start at fucking midnight <laughs> and just go all the way through. How many is it? Because you play each team twice. Is it 36 well, games? Um, there's four teams, right? And so you'd play six games against each. You, each team plays individually 18 games. 36 games. Each Wait, we play 36? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because yeah. wouldn't it be six per Not each team? team. Not each team. I'm saying in total. Oh, in total is 36 games. We would have to we would have to play 36 games on one day to finish the season in one day. Yeah, we could do that. We could do eight. No, we couldn't. We do. Yeah, we could. <laughs> yeah, no, we our games are yeah, so we long. They are. They're like an hour and a half. <laughs> For no reason. Aren't yeah. they three inning games? Yes. <laughs> okay, I guess that's fair. Oh, we suck. Yeah, we're I guess <laughs> we suck and we're not good. So they take an hour, dude. They are so long for no reason. Yeah, because we walked probably 40 batters and then it's like oh, not man, last. So, no, we got yeah. good at pitching last year. No, last year was good. Last year was good. Well, last year your, was good. I was just watching your we, two series last year. Was we were shitty enough that like guys could make contact, but we were like playing well enough that like dude, we Jackson was a sleeper last year dude, Jackson, my was team is fucking Back, was yeah, your team should have the best odds like statistics. i don't know that we should have the best best odds but we certainly should have had better odds than the fucking diamondbacks yeah we suck i don't even know i don't even know oh, do you have better odds than us i have no, no idea. the padres had the second best it went yankees why did we like, have to the be second? fair to, we to should be have fair, had the, the worst. Yankees like probably should be the favorites just because they're all Coop college and Vito and yeah. yeah. Um, so, like it was Yankees, Padres, Diamondbacks, Mets. Yeah, that's weird. Why but we you only guys know the last? It's because two years ago we were the car probably was like, well, they. That's won true. He took ago. into account two years ago as well. That's why. and how there was like very little play last year. That's probably what his thought was. I'm not def- We we saw because we we finished the regular season two years ago. Yeah, right. we can do playoffs. Yeah, 
but yeah. Um, so this yeah, that's I the content that's coming out. It is going to be. I'm going to start fights with people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I'll fight Hoos. I'll do it. I'll fight you. <laughs> I need it. I almost fought you last year when I tagged you out on the hidden ball trick and you just didn't allow it. <laughs> I remember that. Well, well, yeah, because you can't take a guy <laughs> off when you can't leave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember before we played, Seth goes, I think this is going to be the most civil of all the series. And you were serious. <laughs> because it should have been. <laughs> no, it shouldn't have been. <laughs> when you have you and me and Tarmi in the mix, like the three most competitive people, minus Lynch, like not a good recipe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know I can I can like shut my well, mouth. Well, Tarmi's also just kind of I can. Yeah, I know. That's why he's on my team. <laughs> 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 he's good too, but like that's why he's on my team is because he's a dick to everybody. So he I mean, is. It's I love it. So funny. Yeah, but I don't know. I I'm I'm so excited for it. I'm just like we got alternate uniforms this year, which is sick. Um, alternate uniform? Did you get black ones for us? I forget what color I got for you guys. To be honest with it you, should, for the Mets, it should be blacks. You have to have the black uniforms. I can make that happen. I still have I still have my Mets t-shirt around. I, I wear actually my, my Diamondbacks one here. like all the time. Do you? Let me see. Yeah. Did you not cut it into a muscle shirt or did you? I did. We all did. You did. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought you all did. We all ripped them off. It was so funny. Bryce <laughs> was good, dude. I need to text him because I already he was really him. good. I was watching right? the tape the other day. Yeah. He, oh, he does have it. <laughs> it's hanging up. Yeah, yeah, literally freaking. in my closet, bro. That's awesome. I wear my Padres one all the time. It has to be on the hanger. Yeah, I always forget that I have this shirt. I also just like don't look as good in it as I did last year. You should um, I gotta gotta, like lose weight for this year. Dude, yes, we should do numbers. Yeah, let's do it because we all have Mets jerseys. I'll make it happen. Um, I'm getting alternate logos made for like the score graphic and stuff too. So it's not just the MLB team. A lot of a lot of shit going on, you know. So be on the lookout for all of it, but exciting time. We haven't done a podcast in a month, but like now that we're, there's been no sports on. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about the MLB opening season. I don't care to talk Dude, about any New York that. Mets, best team in baseball. We Dude, are we're the like best a team week and a half combined, combined. No it's a hundred, it's a 162 game season. We are destined to win the world series. You heard it here first. Oh, Mets destined win to win the, the world series. Yes, I'm like, dude, I'm not playing. Fucking yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what's crazy about it is we're the best team in baseball right now, and we don't even have our best pitcher. Tyler Saying McGill you're the best team in baseball five... is comedic because they've literally been like ten games. <laughs> Tyler McGill threw five no hit innings yesterday. Then Drew Smith comes out of the bullpen and fucking throws a no-hit inning. Then Joely Rodriguez, the shitty left-hander that we traded Miguel Castro for, throws no-hit innings after that. Seth Lugo shuts it down because he always does. And Edwin Whoa. Diaz is just the greatest closer that New York has ever seen. Mm. Sick. All right, yeah. he's done with his Mets rant. Okay. Um, Best team in baseball. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that your I... teams suck. I'm sorry Error. that there's literally been five days in the regular season. Dude, the Mets have won six series. Like they played at least 20 games. I think they're okay. playing game 20 right now. 142 more to go. <laughs> We're still gonna win the chip, baby. No, you're not. Um, We're gonna win it. Yeah. Let so me that's... enjoy the success while it's there. Okay. 
such a New York guy. <laughs> um, that's all I have. We're gonna do podcasts after like every Bruins game, so you'll hear from us like again soon. Um, but just follow our Instagram and I don't know, buzz off. Yeah, yeah. up all night. <laughs> yeah, this summer coming back, and the Robbie Carpenter Morning Show is coming back, which is cool too because Carp's going to record podcast episodes the morning after wiffle ball games and like break down what happened in our wiffle ball games which will be cool um it'll be like a espn sports center type deal to start his show obviously it won't remain like that the whole time because carp won you know he does the um, the other thing the politics and the um the occasional other sports talks sport and then what's the what's the the um what's the word headlines Headline, no, it starts with an M when you're just general. What's it called? It's like a trivia word. Something no M trivia. I don't miscellaneous? know. Miscellaneous? Miscellaneous. Maybe. I don't know. Miscellaneous don't know. is word. what you, Yeah. That's I, there's a di- miscellaneous shirt. He's, he covers everything. So that'll be cool too. But that's down. Yeah. I'm looking forward May. to being back on the pod with Carp. It's always a good time. Oh, yeah. Always a good time. Got to figure out the best way to host it but like i mean not not hosted as in like host the podcast hosted as in like how to get it up on spotify yeah. like he, that, the other thing right. too is carp's gonna be home this summer and helping out with the wiffle ball league so that's gonna be big too so yeah yeah it's just it's gonna be a good time for content i'm excited but i don't have anything else i don't have anything I, I else wanna... to contribute Nope. No, not particularly. I want <laughs> I want to make my TBR tour debut. That is that will happen too. To happen TBR tour summer. videos are coming back. Literally everything is coming back, which is kind of fun. I always it's gonna be a good like summer. Too much to do. It is gonna be a great summer. Yeah. Um, it's just I'm excited for it, but I do have to leave because like my concussed because you need to go to, to the bathroom. Like I don't actually. It's a first. I, no I way. I, I have to take a fucking piss. Dude, I, I do don't. Too. Like do the one me. time that Brendan doesn't need to. <laughs> I haven't been drinking. I, I mean, I haven't really either. But I've still. sucked two water bottles down. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, usually I've what I do. Yeah, I've noticed you drinking. I just, I have, I don't have anything in here, so I couldn't. But um, yeah, I've been like yelling at the top of my lungs for two hours. It's probably not great for the concussion brain. I hope she's okay. Hey, thanks, man. Me too. I actually do that. Oh, I didn't think you were joking. I know, but I kind of said it sarcastically, but not acted. I was like, oh, I hope she's okay. But I meant it. Uh, going to kill somebody dog. with that. You're actually going to kill someone with that club. Dude, the five iron is such a good weapon. Dude, I'm so, I, I just want to like get onto a course and hit this. Like, it's just going to roll on the ground, but still, I want to <laughs> swing with Do it. it. <laughs> Go right out. <laughs> All right, but yeah, this has been episode 110. Thank you all so much for listening. And Seth, we will see you on the flippity flip side, everybody. Have a good fucking ride. Right.